Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Your Weekly Ramen. The less high-energy route than Nathan was just a second ago. I'll go with the, uh, the uh, what do they call it? Uh, really, when you talk like this, first. ASMR. ASMR. Oh, the ASMR open. How's it going, guys? This nice? This is nice. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Hello! Welcome to our ASMR podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Maybe talk, just maybe tone it down just a little bit. Pew, pew. Oh, yeah. We talk about some ramen. And ramen, ramen, not ramen, but anime. Anime is what we're talking about on this ASMR podcast. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean the, 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 the format's usually a little more, you know, subtle and less higher energy. I think you're just kind of throwing it off a little bit right now. I'll tell you what, I'm pump, 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 pumped, pumped for this podcast. Pew, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Super yeah, pumped. Can, can you maybe uh, put a, put a filter on the the energy and you know uh, uh, tone it tone it down? <laughs> okay, fine. I'll come up a little bit, and you go down a little bit. How's that? Oh, yeah, we can meet each other halfway. Okay. All right, I- I'm cool with yeah. this, I'm cool with this. Okay, well. Yeah. Are you happy? I- I- I'm satisfied. I won't I'm say I'm happy. happy. either. Okay, good. <laughs> that means it's a true compromise. Yeah, right. <laughs> true compromise, nobody's happy, they're just acceptable. <laughs> so. I will oh, say man. this, though. Hmm. My Ronin brings all the boys to the yard, damn right. <laughs> It's better than yours, damn right. It's better than yours. I teach you, but I have to charge. That's, uh... Okay. <laughs> wondering Samurai brings all the boys to the yard. Okay. Samurai X. I wonder if people can figure out what we're talking about already. <laughs> no. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um. Alright, well, I guess we'll just jump right in. <laughs> yeah. I, that's what we do now, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna take a while to kind of get to get used to it and try and find like that nice little, uh, you know, uh, hmm, what is the word I'm looking for? Not pattern per se, little comfort zone, I suppose. Yeah, that's what I was gonna suggest. So yeah, all right. Well, we'll find it. We'll find it. We'll get there. Give us some time. It's almost like we're starting anew. Almost. I mean, I feel like we're a little... Should I maybe unplug my nice mic? And then... Um, no! No! <laughs> and then be very awkward? Don't do it. It's podcast suicide. <laughs> kind of is, really. Yeah. You can't go down, only up. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, I guess sideways as well will work, <laughs> but not, not down. The left now, y'all. Two hops this time. So, so my friend Nathan. Yes, my friend Tyler. Can you guess what I just got done doing? Ooh, eating dinner, perhaps. Mm, I did eat dinner, but that's not what I got done doing. Some din din, some yum yum in your tum tum. I do love yum yum in my tum tum, but that was not the case a minute ago. Okay, well then let me ask you this. Uh huh. Did it involve a peculiarly or uh, uh, a particularly sticky sock. Uh, uh, not for this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
did not. Did oh, I know what you did. Oh, you just watched the grand finale uh? of ReZero. I did. I did. Have you seen it? No. No. Uh. You know me better than that. Okay. Cover your ears while I say a ton of spoilers. No. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no. It was uh. It was pretty darn good though. Pretty yeah. Darn good. I I Help. recommend it. Um. It- it hmm? it lived up to expectations. It finished what it started. Hmm. Well, I mean, I do. F- they didn't explicitly like say it, but I feel like there's got to be a second season of this. For one, it was way too popular yeah. and too good of a series. But the way they ended it, they didn't. They, I, I guess wouldn't necessarily have to put in a second season, but it would just. It's kind of an awkward end to a series. It definitely feels like there's going to be enough. Uh, yeah. And I hope to God there is. That but, money train uh, ain't rolling into the station yet. But I, I will say, though, um, it was good. But I still think that the climax of the series was like around the episode, I think, like eight. Um, oh, okay. So I don't think it hits like the high point. I don't think it finished with the ultimate bang, so to say. Finished pretty darn good, though. That's pretty convenient for me because 18 happens to be the episode I am currently on. Oh, well, yeah. So, yeah. Well, then, I don't recommend you watching this until you watch 19, 20, 21, 22. You don't recommend me watching what until? The finale. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you're 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 probably about at the... I, I think it was about at episode 18. I don't know for sure off the top of my head. I can picture what happens, but I don't remember exactly which episode number it is. I'm thinking it was 18. Okay, gotcha. You would probably know. Yeah, I think the last thing I remember was probably Rem confessing... I, I, I don't know what? We did spoiler. a spoiler episode on this. This is true, but you have to at least say spoilers. They could have skipped that. Confessing that she spoiler. had blue hair. <laughs> That's such there a spoiler. How dare you? <laughs> I ruined it for everyone. <laughs> yes, then that was, I, I believe, I, I feel like that was probably her blue hair. Yeah, um, I mean. I, it was a shocking reveal. That blue hair is holy crap. I know, right? I always thought it was more like a teal, <laughs> but just to come out and say it was like an actual blue, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, sky blue, maybe, maybe I, I guess I could give it to them if they said it was, you know, a different shade of blue, but just blue, it's just way too general. They say blue is the, cub, is the most loyal and passionate color. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they say it's the color, you know, that will be there for you no matter what. Oh, well, I mean, that seems about right. I could see that. It seems like a nice color. I do like blue. Yep. Blue is good. I definitely want to go rewatch this series. Yeah. Are you going to do it, or are you going to wait till it's dubbed? Ooh, speaking of which, I found out more details on uh, I was gonna the say we should probably Funimation thing. I was going to say, we should definitely talk about that before we get into our anime. Yeah, let's do but, that, because uh, we don't want to miss this bandwagon, because literally everyone who has a podcast that does anything with anime at all has mentioned this. Oh, We're probably way late in the game here. Does not surprise me, man. It's it's a huge thing for anime lovers. Huge. At least anime lovers in the U.S. and other parts. 
Anime lovers outside of Japan, how's that? Yeah. Why don't you lay down the basics, and I'll jump in with things. Okay. So, basics about, I don't know. Uh, gosh, was it Monday? I feel like it's been longer. It was last week, I think. I think it was, like, end of last week. Um, Funimation just threw something on their site that said, like, Funimation and Crunchyroll, such good synergy or something like that. Like, something really weird like that. And so it's obviously like, oh my god, click on this. What is this? And um, they announced, uh, and I'm, I'm thinking Crunchyroll did the same thing. I, I went to Funimation. Uh, but Crunchyroll, I'm sure, did the same thing on their site. But they announced that Crunchyroll and Funimation are teaming up. Um, doing some really interesting things. Um, basically, uh, Funimation um, is only going to be doing English dubs of anime. They're going to take any subbed anime off of their site. And they're giving it to Crunchyroll. Likewise, Crunchyroll is only going to be doing subs and giving their dubbed anime, which they only had like 10, if that, to begin with, um, and be giving it to Funimation. And Funimation's going to be hosting that on their site. So it's kind of like they're splitting responsibilities. You know, Funimation's only going to deal with dubbed. Crunchyroll is only going to deal with subs. They both do those things really well. So just let them do what they do really well and not worry about the other thing. Yep. And something important to note about that is it's not all going to happen at once. Uh, they're going to trade in waves. Right. So they, they got five or six right now that they've announced. Yeah. Crunchyroll's Cow- Cowboy Bebop is, I think, the biggest one right now. Cowboy yeah. Bebop is on Crunchyroll. Yeah, that went from Funimation to Crunchyroll. Of course, it's the sub, so I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, yeah, the dub is. Why would you watch the sub when you have the dub? I mean, the characters just fit better dubbed voices. They're like yeah. westernized characters, but that's 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 beside the point. Um, I don't know. A lot of people. I mean, that was a big one, so I guess a lot of people will be watching the uh subbed, but. Another thing a lot of people were worried about is they were worried that this would, like, they were saying this might become a merger and the two companies might merge into one. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. There's there's no way that'll happen. It's at most a partnership. That would be a monopoly on anime. <laughs> yeah, that's the big thing people are worried about. Uh, but really, I mean, this is a win-win-win. I mean, that's what it seems like. Win for Funimation, Crunchyroll, and all the viewers. Yeah, uh, the way they're doing it. The, the what the big thing is Funimation's now going to be cheaper uh, subscription. Yeah, yeah, I mean not like significantly cheaper, but you know a few bucks a month that adds up. Yeah. So instead of multiple plans, they're just going with one, one single plan that's like six ninety five a month or something like that. Yeah, yeah, they're just uh, doing the uh, Funimation now. Yeah, and uh, but... any anybody who was on a non-Funimation Now plan is going to be moved to the Funimation Now plan. So if you had like a, I forget what they call it, like Elite or whatever, Funimation Elite or whatever they called it, um, you'll, I think, be getting an email. They said they're going to send out you um, who didn't have a fun account and you know, tell them about the transition. Yeah. 
Um, and then Crunchyroll, they're they're not changing anything with their plan. Unfortunately, but I mean that's still it's still nice, still one. Yeah. I mean, I was really hoping what they'd do is just like one plan for both sites, like yeah. one uniform plan that cost less um, than both of them combined. So like. You know, if Crunchyroll costs what uh, six bucks a month, I think, and Funimation costs or seven bucks a month, a uh, ten bucks a month for both sites. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Uh, yeah. One interesting thing that Crunchyroll's doing with this is now Crunchyroll—they're like the leading company. Well, as far as I'm concerned, anyway, for subbing anime, yeah. they have simulcasts. You know, they sub ridiculously fast. Um, but they're not really known for their like Blu-ray, um, and DVD and and the distribution stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, so they part of this deal, part of this partnership, is they're now gonna be using Funimation, um, to distribute like Blu-rays and collector's editions and stuff like that. Oh, that would be so nice because Funimation kicks ass at that. Yeah, so and they're cheaper than everybody else. What's interesting about this is this might affect what animes Crunchyroll, what anime animes is it plural singular anime? <laughs> um, Crunchyroll picks up right because from what I've heard, there's some when when big companies go up to bat like Crunchyroll or Funimation to buy licenses to you know stream anime um sometimes the people selling those licenses it only comes as a package deal you can get stream and dubbed or not streamed and but you can get streamed license and then the license to make DVDs of it and distribute it and stuff um and some of some for some anime they don't sell those licenses separately, so I imagine Crunchyroll wouldn't pick up the package deals if they're not using the distribute dis, distribution, right? Right. But now that they're doing distribution through Crunchyroll or through Funimation, uh, they may pick up you know different anime and more anime and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that that will happen, and not only that, that um more dubbing will happen more more of the the awesome series that are on Crunchyroll that aren't dubbed will kind of be easier to dub now cuz Funimation will have access to them yeah. yeah yeah both companies have huge like massive backlogs you know that they'll be able to trade back and forth which will right. be mutually beneficial yeah yeah and and I know that doesn't really interest some people some people are you know, elitists when it comes to, um, you know, sub is the only way to watch or dub is the only way to watch. Um, but, you know, just I feel as a whole, you know, most I feel like aren't that way. But, you know, yeah, yeah, hopefully, hopefully everybody can get some. Yeah. And it's interesting how the financial side works on this. Right. Because I think so if Funimation, oh, let's take Cowboy Bebop, for example. Say Funimation owns the license to Cowboy Bebop, they give it over to Crunchyroll to sub and stream. Even though it's on Crunchyroll's website being streamed and subbed, Funimation's still getting revenue from that. 
Yeah. And Crunchyroll still gets revenue from the ones on the Funimation site. And I imagine, I don't know if this is confirmed or not, but I imagine um, this will give each company uh, a better view or a better idea of like what people are watching and what they aren't. Because instead of just their own site, I imagine they might get to see as well the hits that their shows get. Like Funimation might get to see the hits Cowboy Bebop is getting on uh, on Crunchyroll. So, and Crunchyroll and Funimation, both of these might use that to test out which anime they're actually going to distribute and make DVDs of and stuff. Right. But, yeah. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be interesting. Real real quick, why don't I um, list off what what has um, already been announced? Um, so, Crunchyroll viewers now have access to um, subtitled Funimation simulcasts, uh, starting with summer titles: D Gray Man Hollow, Puzzle and Dragons X, First Love Monster, and then. Um, Funimation is now going to, uh, oh, and then they also moved over Psycho Pass, Cowboy Bebop, and Grimgar to Crunchyroll. Now, Funimation is getting out of this um, already. 91 Days is going to be dubbed. I'm not sure if you've heard about that. Uh, an interesting, kind of realistic feel mobster. And Mob Psycho 100 anime done by the same guy that did uh, One Punch Man. Uh, I've heard it's good. Not checked it out yet. Um, and Orange. There isn't, isn't a testament of Sister New Devil thrown in there somewhere? Um, I thought I saw that somewhere, but I'm not at the... I'm looking at this post from Crunchyroll and I'm not seeing it. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, it's really exciting. Um... And it's fun to fun to read up on. Yeah, yeah, it, it'll be cool. Uh, yeah, I'm excited, and I'm sure there will be a lot of news coming out of it shortly once uh, they get a more more solidified list of what is going to be going where and when. So yeah, I hope. I think cool. I think it would be super cool if because Crunchyroll has a really this is another thing I heard um, about this whole deal and stuff. Sending over all the all all their subs to Crunchyroll mm-hmm. is, and you'll know more about this than I will, um, with your computer background. But I guess it's going to take a huge load off of the uh, the Funimation infrastructure. Oh, I bet. I mean, um, yeah, they've Funimation probably has. I don't know, streaming-wise, two-plus shows to stream. So yeah. moving those off of theirs, I mean, that's probably hundreds of gigs, hundreds, maybe terabytes worth of, of data that they no longer have to host. Yeah, and I, 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 in my opinion, I think Crunchyroll's infrastructure is a lot stronger than, than yeah. Uh, um, Funimation's. I, I agree with that. Funimation's been doing some changes, though. They're rehauling their website, and that's going to be done, I think, this month. Uh, the video player is getting a rehaul. It's supposed to uh, be better video quality. Um, and, you know, they, 
they've got a list. They've only released a few things of what they're doing, but the big one right now is their video player, which is nice because I haven't had issues with it in a long time, but there was a point where I had a lot of issues with the video player, and I know people who are still on the mobile app have issues with it every oh, yeah. once in a while. The mobile apps, it's given me trouble before. Don't yeah. they, didn't they like share or use Hulu's video player or something like that at one point in time? Um, yeah, some of their shows are also on Hulu, um, but usually the ones on Hulu, I feel like they're only, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're only subs, save for a few exceptions, and then the dub, because the subs are kind of the free thing, and then the dubs are usually paid for. Any paid for, any, that any content that's blocked by their subscription, you have to watch on, on Funimation site, but a lot of it I think you can watch through Hulu. I I am very, very happy to pay six dollars to not have to watch five more like eight minutes worth of commercials. I agree. Hulu is bad about commercials. But yeah, so that's I mean that's the bare bones Funimation Crunchyroll thing. Yeah, yeah. My, my biggest thing about this though is that they need to get their shit together because how can they do this and not announce that they're gonna dub RE Zero? Yeah, right? There's the golden <laughs> egg right there. Oh, out of all the shit, like, come on, guys. That should be, like, the first one you're like, all right, we'll dub this. That would be an absolutely amazing dub. I know. Um, I would love to see Food Wars dub as well. Should yeah, I'd like, I'd like that. I'd like One Punch Man dubbed. Uh, well, One Punch Man is being dubbed, but not by Funimate. Oh, no. Well, fun, uh, One Punch Man's not on. Who owns One Punch Man? But their dub is... <laughs> yeah. It's not bad, but... God, it's nothing. A lot of a lot of the people that were doing it, if I remember right. I gotcha. Yeah, so... Um, I'm gonna keep my eye out and hope to God that they'll announce an all. Oh, it's Viz? Huh, that's weird. Usually, Viz does a little... Again, I guess I only watch a lot of the Viz stuff that I watch is um, Viz and Funimation. Oh, gotcha. Alright, well, should we jump into the anime of the week this week? I think Viz has done some. But yes, let's go ahead and jump into the anime of the week. (laughs) So, the anime of the week. Uh, We got a a classic for you guys. Um, It's one that uh, uh, I've Wanted Nathan to watch for a while because I know he was always one um, a good samurai anime, and I think you even put something out on Twitter for some good samurai anime. Um, yeah, and, and I think you recommended. Yeah, I think you got this one as a recommendation, but you somehow didn't get it like unanimous unanimously. What? Got, didn't you get like a few other suggestions too, like oh, yeah. samurai shampoo and yep, and Afro samurai. Yeah, which I don't think are bad, but like this is if you want to watch a samurai anime, this is the go-to samurai anime. You don't suggest anything else. You suggest this. Yeah, just because it's like the classic. It's the samurai anime that started it all, kind of. Uh, so anyway, uh, the samurai, uh, the samurai that we're talking about, <laughs> the anime that we're talking about is um, Rurouni Kenshin or Samurai X. I wow, I ne- <laughs> so I'm an idiot, but I never knew the, um, the 
synonym for that the other name was Samurai X. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like it's called by that a lot. Um I feel like it's called Rona Kenshin a lot more than it is Samurai X. Um but I don't know where that came from. Maybe the British refer to it as Samurai X. And... Yeah. Right. I'm pretty sure in the Japanese it transferred towards Rurouni Kenshin. I would imagine. So. Although I do see why it's called Samurai X. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not that it doesn't make sense, but uh, I feel like Rurouni Kenshin fits it better. Which, interestingly enough, um, just like a, a little... A little factoid, a little fun fact. Um, Roroni was actually a, a word invented for this anime um, by it, its mangaka. And it, it's kind of uh, similar to the uh, word Ronin, which refers to a, a wandering samurai. That brings all the boys to the yard? Um, I don't think samurai typically brought all the boys to the yard. <laughs> I mean, if Darn they it. did, it was usually in the form of corpses, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, Rurouni Kenshin, classic, classic uh, samurai anime, and uh, I was excited to uh, get Nathan to watch it since, so uh, yeah. tell me, my friend, what did you think? I really liked it. You yeah. know, j- just to put it in perspective, um, which is important when you're watching this, this anime came out before the original Pokemon. <laughs> it's a it's an older one. It was what what did it aired and started in ninety six. Yep, January of ninety six. So just barely ninety. Yeah, whereas the original Pokemon started in April of ninety seven. Yeah, so you can definitely you can definitely tell by the the art style that it's an older, you know, definitely more traditional hand drawn kind of anime. I I feel like it probably doesn't need it. I don't know very many people who don't know this anime. But just in case, I guess I'll go through a synopsis. Um, so. Alright. A lot of big words in this one. I just saw that. Do you want to take <laughs> Godspeed. <laughs> okay. In the final years of the Bakumatsu era lived a legendary assassin known as... Oh, what? Oh. Itokiri Batosai, feared as a merciless killer, he was unmatched throughout the country, but mysteriously disappeared at the peak of the Japanese Revolution. It has been ten peaceful years since then, but the very mention of Batosai still strikes fear, as uh, still strikes terror into the hearts of war veterans. Unbeknownst to them, Batosai has abandoned his blood-stained lifestyle. In an effort to repent for his sins, now living as Kenshin Himura, a wandering swordsman with a cheerful attitude and a strong will. Vowing to never kill again, Kenshin dedicates himself to protecting the weak. One day, he stumbles across Kaoru Kamiya at her Kendo Dojo, which is being threatened by an imposter claiming to be the Potosai. After receiving help from Kenshin, Karu allows him to stay at the dojo, and so the former assassin temporarily ceases his travel. Rone Kenshin, Meiji Kenkaku Romata, 
tells the story of Kenshin as he strives to save those in need of saving. However, as enemies from both past and present begin to emerge, will the former killer be able to uphold his new idea? Hmm. I'll have to watch to find out. Yes, uh, I love uh, I love synopsis that end in questions. Yeah, something uh-huh. I love synopsis that end in questions. Synopsi that end in questions. I don't know. Um, what's the plural of synopsis? I feel maybe synopsis is a plural. I don't know. English is hard. English is a stupid language. I'm so I feel at... like this is probably a word from another. Anyway. Another language. I'm looking at this cover art right now, and it's so. What the at the the closest to the picture or the one you see first is of course, tension. Uh huh. Right, but mm-hmm. and then after him, Sagara. Um. Okay, so I'll put it this way: not counting. Um, what's her name? Kori or Karu. Karu? Not counting Karu and Mayojin. Um, is it? Are those closest to Kenshin and going out? Is that the order he fought those guys? Um, I'm trying to say yes. He fought Sagara first. Yeah. Then I, I don't know. Like, I guess in terms of this particular set of people that we're seeing. Yeah. Then yes, other than Karu, yes. That's pretty clever then. That's like some clever artwork right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell which one's the furthest back since it looks like almost like the two villains in the back are maybe standing back to back. Yeah, but no, I think the guy without the bandages is definitely the furthest back. Yeah, I can't honestly remember... I think he does fight him after. Huh. Or well, if at all. Cool. I don't know if he ever fights. No. But anyway. <laughs> um it is it is a longer series, I will say that. Um it is what is it, ninety four episodes. So Yeah. I mean, even though we're doing two weeks break between the episode between episodes now, I still don't have enough time to watch ninety four episodes. <laughs> Sorry guys. <laughs> nope. Not that I haven't seen them all before, but it's been a while, so to refresh my memory, I did not have time to refresh my memory of 94 episodes. <laughs> um, I got pretty far. I think I got to, like, 40, though. Yeah, well, that's good. Dang, that's a lot of episodes. Yeah. And in two weeks, 20 episodes a week. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, you know, sometimes it was more like I fell asleep watching it or I did it while you know washing dishes or something so i wasn't like fully paying attention but you know it's still um 94 episodes over the course of two years yeah that's that quite is... a bit actually yeah although i guess it was almost three years September. Still. so yeah, it was getting close but yeah it was uh had a good run um if i remember right it kind of dropped off a bit after the arc that i'm on right now do you think people consider this the original samurai anime? I mean, like, is this is this the Samurai Jack of its I, of anime? I think personally, I think it was like the the one um the one samurai anime, like the samurai anime, in my opinion. 
Um, I don't know if um, I feel like it was probably the first big samurai. Anime. I'm sure yeah. there was other anime before it that had samurai, but I feel like this is definitely like the one that was like, oh yeah, this is this is a, a genre. Okay. I feel so, like this is definitely the one thing people usually think I anime. But then again, I mean, I guess you asked for opinions and you got some interesting ones. Yeah. Not as many people recommended Katana Guitar as so. <laughs> I mean, uh, I debate if that's a samurai anime, but yeah. <laughs> he's a swordsman. No, even better, debate... he's a sword. <laughs> debate about that, but you know. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, what? I, I was I'm on my anime list, and I was like, oh yeah, I should probably log in and update my thing, saying I want. Um, when we were watching this, uh, there's a point where Tyler texted me, and <laughs> he was like, if you've watched the first eight episodes, um, you should go ahead and skip to episode twenty-eight because that's where it starts good. Did you did you do that? I did. Yep. Nice. And uh, were you glad you did? Yeah, I was, cause it gets really intense. Yeah, yeah, it really. That's I feel like when the the tone of the show really switches, um, cause it's kind of slow in the beginning. I hate to say it, but um, the first you know eight ten episodes are good. They establish characters and kind of get. Um, relationships going and stuff like that. And I'm not saying, excuse me, I'm not saying the episodes between like 10 and 28 aren't good, but I mean, it's just like they're kind of needless in my opinion. They don't super further anything. They're almost more episodic. Yeah. That, uh, and I imagine they did that to just really focus on character development. Right. But really get you to love Kim. Yeah, ten to twenty eight, that's eighteen episodes. That's that, that takes a lot to say, hey, we're gonna dedicate eighteen episodes of this to um developing the characters. Well they had to they had to know that there's gonna be a lot of episodes. Yeah. And and especially considering that, you know, twenty four episodes is a typical season in anime, you know. 12 to 24 episodes is the typical season. So that means they went pretty much a whole season almost without really doing too much. Yeah. Which is a bold move. I mean, like I said, they're not bad. They're just, uh, they're kind of episodic. They don't really like further the, the main plot at all. They're just, yeah, fun, I suppose. Um, yeah. But yeah, once you get to 28, you start to see like the true nature of the series where it changes from just like, um, you know, episodic to a real shonen where you got, you know, serious arcs and lots of action, um, lots of fight scenes, lots of drama, stuff like that. Yeah, I, <laughs> uh, Kenshin, he kind of has... A, a little bit of PTSD, doesn't he? <laughs> I mean, can you blame him? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, uh, I don't know, if, I don't know if you'd say PTSD, he, he kind of, yeah, I guess kind of has some PTSD, but more just like, 
Like he he definitely you can tell that the 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 manslayer inside of him, the 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 mass killer. Uh, I mean, granted, he's a soldier, so it's not like murder. I mean, it is, but it's not. You know, it, it's whatever. You get my point. It's not like he's a bad guy. It's just soldiers do what they do. Um, but uh, yeah, but still, like he killed a lot of people. He was like the I don't want to say war hero because they definitely don't portray him as a hero in this. No. They portray him as the the guy that, while yes, he really won them the revolution, uh, he also did a shit ton of killing of people. He he was to be feared, not praised. Yeah, at least by the public and and the enemy side. Um, there's some people in in the series, you know, former allies that definitely praise him. When so you, yeah, you, yeah, he's got he's got that dark side that he's like the synopsis says. You know, he's he's trying to make sure that uh, even though the war's over, he doesn't go back to that old killer side of him. Yeah, he kind of had a couple different personalities crammed into one character, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, when he gets serious, he yeah, he kind of becomes a whole different person, like. You can just tell by the look in his eyes. Yeah. You know, when, um, he gets, when he gets serious, he gets that, that look in his eyes that you're like, oh, shit, don't want to fuck with him. I don't know what to think about the idea of a samurai who doesn't kill. Like, it's cool. I, I understand where he's coming from. He killed a lot of people, and he wants to... No, he doesn't want to do that anymore. Right. They took the oath. But just the concept, I don't know if it's very... Like, if it doesn't make sense, like, it defeats the whole purpose of a samurai, or if it's really cool. <laughs> like I'm stuck between... I can't I can't decide. I There's no middle ground there. I mean, I feel like... I feel like it makes sense, though, because he was an excellent samurai. So he's trying to make amends in the only way he knows how, and that's using his samurai skills. But by using a... Which... This isn't even mentioned in the synopsis. How the hell is this not mentioned? Kenshin uses a, what's called a reverse blade sword. So it's a um, a sword where the, the blade is on the, the sharp side of the sword. The blade of the sword is on the opposite side. So when he hits people with a sword, it's just a blunt weapon, essentially. So, well, technically, yes, you could kill somebody with a blunt weapon if you apply enough force. It's meant as like a symbol that he is... Using his sword for peace. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I I don't know why that wasn't mentioned in the synopsis, but uh, now I forget where I was going with that. <laughs> you emphasize the reverse blade. I know, but why did I do that? Because I asked you if it made sense to have a samurai oh. that doesn't kill. Yeah. So he's just trying. You know, that's the only way he really knows how to. That's the only thing he was like super good at. So, you know, he's trying to use what he knows to to make amends and repent and kind of like the only way he knows how. So I can see, I can I can kind of make sense. Of what about, how did you like the other characters? Um, yeah, depends on the character. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think we really match up to Kenshin. No, Kenshin's great. Um, Sonosuke is, 
not bad, but he's definitely second to Kenshin, you know? He definitely can't hold to Kenshin. Um, Kairu is nice enough. I mean, it's kind of kind of a romantic interest kind of a thing. Um, but she's she's not a bad character. I, I don't mind her too much. Yakiko is annoying, in my opinion. He's a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of feel like that's partially what they were going for, because he's just like a, a kid who's arrogant and thinks he knows it all. Um, but, you know, for the most part, he's, he's too annoying. <laughs> well, he shows a little bit of growth. Yeah, he definitely does grow during the series. Um, he gets less annoying and, and more, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, there's some, there's good characters in it though. I, I mean, the villain's a pretty good villain. Once you get to the villain, the main villain, I feel he's definitely a good character. Yeah, I think there's some. I do think there's some good characters. It takes a little while to get to. Yeah, he's he's voiced by uh, uh, Wendy Lee, who, who she she's got she's got a list under her. Oh, uh. The childish one we were just talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, Hippo. Okay, what is the first actor doing? She was, I mean, she was Ren and Blue Exorcist. She did a bunch of Bleach. Uh, R.I.P. Bleach. She was Faye Valentine and Cowboy Bebop. Oh, really? Wow, yeah. that's pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, she's, uh, she's got quite a list here, doesn't she? Yeah. It's surprising. I'm not seeing anything. Only a few main characters. It was Bulma in Dragon Ball Movie 3. Huh. What, what did you think of the villains in this? Not really, I mean, mostly the season 2 villains. The ones after 28. The ones after 28 are good villains. I do think uh, Iron Virgin. Um, excuse me? <laughs> Sorry, I'll just... Saying what I'm seeing on the screen. <laughs> Iron Virgin Jin. I do think Iron Virgin. Very interesting. Anyway. <laughs> um so yeah, no, the the villains after after episode twenty eight are good because I feel part of the reason why they're good is that they're skilled enough villains to actually bring out uh Kenshin's dark side yeah it's the i mean especially episode 28 you you get the first villain that kenshin actually kind of fears yeah right you know? like like my most formidable opponent uh-huh yeah yeah you I, that's why i told you man episode 28 is great because it really starts to show you like how good this series can be yeah it's cool too because they actually get into some of the some different sword techniques mm-hmm. and like one of the guys was a uh a tricky opponent because he had a left-handed the only in the series like he's like he's the only person that used this sword technique and mastered it left-handed right which i mean what that's that's a big thing in baseball and sports i can imagine this huge thing in in sword fighting oh yeah like it throws everything off. Trust me, like when I fenced left-handed people when I was doing fencing, it was totally weird. So yeah, weird. it throws you way off. Oh, I mean, it's great for them because 
most left-handers are used to going up against right-handers. Most right-handers are not used to going up left-handers. So you definitely yeah. feel like you definitely would have an advantage if you're. Yeah, but they, there's. I mean, even though it's a '90s anime, the uh, animation is way behind animation art style, way behind what people might be used to today. It's those little polishes in there that keep it really interesting. Yeah, and I mean, for the time, this really wasn't bad animation. Yeah, no, it's very important. You keep it in perspective. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was definitely... I don't think it's aged horribly, either. No, I, I don't think so, either. I wouldn't say it's great. I don't know if it's, like, as good as, like, Cowboy Bebop. But I don't think it's aged horrible. There's some series that have definitely aged. It aged about the same... I would say it aged about the same way Pokemon did. Because I've been going back and watching the original Pokemon. Oh, yeah? And it's, in fact... I don't know, maybe even a little bit better than the original Pokemon. It was probably a higher budget than Pokemon, yeah. honestly. Yeah, yeah. I can, uh... I, 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 yeah, I don't think it aged horribly. I mean, it, it's still definitely a 90s anime, so if you're expecting, you know, a, a, a like, modern-day art style, you're not going to get that going into this. And actually, the funny thing about that, too, is that this isn't the first time I've attempted to rewatch this series. Um, I actually didn't watch this series the first time until it was high school. So it was, yeah. you know, mid 2000s. Uh, I think it was like sophomore year of high school. So it was mid 2000, like 2000. Um, but like a year or two ago, I tried to go back and watch it. And like, I was so thrown off by the art style. I forgot about it, how 90s it was that I struggled to get back into it, and I just kind of stopped. And then when we went back and watched it this time, I reminded myself how good of a series it was, and then, and then it didn't bother me at all. <laughs> oh, trick of the trade, huh? Yeah. Um, so, uh, something for me to do. Well, I didn't watch it for the first time until two weeks ago. Yeah. So... It's a whole different story, you know. For you. Yeah. Yep. Um, what did you think about the music? Ah, uh, um, interesting. <laughs> uh, if we're talking about openings and endings, um, some were better than others for sure. Uh, the the interesting thing I think about the openings is that uh, the first opening was actually kind of typical 90s fashion where they would um, do it in English. Yeah. Um, But typically when they do that, they just change it totally. Like for Dragon Ball Z, they they just change the opening totally to a whole different song with whole different visuals. Um, And that's not the only one. There's others. but, um, But for this one, they just redubbed it in English. Um which isn't the first one that's done that either. I'm pretty sure Yu Yu Hakusho did that as well. This was before you uh no, this was before you Inuisha. That's what I was thinking of. Oh Inuisha, yeah. I don't it might know not it, have been before Yu Yu Hakusho though. I feel like Yu Yu Hakusho might have been like this might have been about the same time actually. No wow. Uh wait no that's that's not right. That's not the Yu Yu Hakusho I'm thinking is it? That I is don't know. manga. 
That's why. I was like, that looks nothing like it. It's manga. <laughs> Yu Yu Hakusho, the anime, was in 92. Rookie mistake. Wow. Rookie 92. mistake, Ty. I know, right? How dare me? 92. Wow. Yu Yu Hakusho. That was before I was born. That was when I was. Well, wait, wait, wait. October. Okay, I was born. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. I was only a few months old. But I was bored, darn it. Um. Wow, that's old. Actually, Yu Yu Hakusho ended before Roni Kenshin even started. It ended in 95. Oh, man. Talk about something that's aged pretty well. I think yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho's aged really well then. I'd be interested to see a whole study done on like 90s anime. Yeah? Yeah, and how it influences today's. And oh, stuff I'm like sure that. it has. Sure it has. Um, oh, but we're going back to music. So it was interesting. They they redubbed it, and funny enough, it didn't stay like that for long. I think around episode like fifteen, they were like, "All right, we'll just go with the original Japanese vocals." For some reason, they were, even though it was already <laughs> already paid for and dubbed. I don't know. Maybe they only had rights to do it for one season or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But um, although I think I watched it on Netflix, and according to Netflix. Season two doesn't start until episode, actually until like episode twenty eight, or oh. maybe it was like twenty six or something. But yeah, that would probably make sense. But so that's kind of weird that they just stopped around like episode fifteen. They're just like, eh, we don't need to use the English vocals for some reason. Uh, maybe they like pulled their audience or something and found out they would have preferred the Japanese, so they switched it. I mean, listening to the two, they sound super similar. Um, like it almost sounds like it could be the same person. I don't know honestly if it is. Mm. Um, I don't know if maybe just the Japanese artist that recorded it was also fluent in English, because like that's not unheard of. I mean, the Kingdom Hearts openings. You, you remember like, uh, gosh, what is her name? Kind of sad that I don't know this, but uh, I don't know it either. And I love the Kingdom Hearts. That's those are probably some of my all-time favorite games. Yeah, right? Uh, okay. Let's see. Sanctuary. Don't worry, I'll re-entertain the audience while you're looking this up. I'll figure it out. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I had nothing up my sleeve. Okay, it was... um. Her name is... Utada Hikaru. Padada Hikabu? Kalamazoo? <laughs> Bippity boppity boo? <laughs> no. Uh, Itada Hikaru. Um, she is insanely good uh, when it comes to translating her songs into English. Like, she's fluent in English speaking, and um, listening to her song Sanctuary is the English title, or Passion, I believe, is the Japanese title. Um, like, it's the same person singing it, and you can tell it's the same voice, but, like, she's so freaking good in English that, like, you're just thrown off because you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, I can, just... I can uh, totally understand this. Like, the first time I figured, the uh, first time I heard that this was not an English native singing the song, or an English native, an American name, English, <laughs> totally English <good>. native, <laughs> native English speaker. It wasn't Mary Poppins, now was it? 
No, not Mary Poppins. I suck at English. I suck at accents in general. Don't ask me to do accents. Uh, but the first time I heard that she she was not an American, I was like, holy shit! Like, damn. So, so yeah. So anyway, going back to some, um, they were okay. Um, I really enjoyed the third ending, um, that was done by TM Revolution. Um, they're the same people who have done. Uh, the first Soul Eater and uh, opening. Oh yeah. Um, and they've done a lot. They've done a few others, like really good. Um, let's see, what else have they done? They've done I like the I like the name of it, Heart of the Sword or Heart yeah. of Sword. Yeah, Heart of Sword. Yeah, they're they're pretty cool. I I really uh, they've done some other. I'm trying to figure out. They've done Mobile Gundam Seed opening. I don't know why that's voice acting. Huh, look at that. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find Do you think some... TM Revolution stands for Too Much Revolution? I thought it was Trademarked Revolution. <laughs> oh, yeah, they did um, Darker Than Black theme song. Cool. Yeah, they've done, they've done some good stuff. Uh, I really like them. So, anyway, they're good. That was a good uh, that was a good ending in my opinion. I really really enjoyed that. And and what's your opinion? You keep asking me all these questions, but you know, well, because I'm curious. Huh. No, I liked it. I liked. I mean, it it had a definite samurai, you know, samurai era Japanese feel to it. I um, feel yeah, it definitely felt authentic, didn't it? Yeah, it did. And but then there were some tracks that were like, "Yep, this is." This was definitely made in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, wow, this song feels very nineties. Yeah. Which, to be fair, that TM Revolution song felt very, very nineties. Lots yeah. of like, I felt it was really heavy on like, it, like keyboard and and stuff like that. That's very kind of nineties esque. But and um, if yeah. you're wondering what we mean by feels feels very nineties, think original Pokemon theme song. It's like the epitome of '90s music. I don't know. It's so hard to explain. Like, I, I, we grew up in the '90s, so it's. I feel like we're probably a little like, I don't know, biased towards it or something. Yeah. But still. So yeah. Um, yeah. Well, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, cool. oh no! Yeah, music not too bad. I mean, like, yeah, the the background music was pretty good. Like you said, it felt more like traditional japanese kind of authentic yeah there were some some pretty pieces in there yeah yeah i'm trying to feel like the the composer for it has done anyway mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh over, yeah all all said and done i think it's it's definitely worthy of the praise people give it yeah yeah i i don't want to overhype it or anything cuz it's not a perfect anime by any means especially in the later episode, meh. But it's still a great anime. Yep. Right, well, do you got anything else to say on it? Um, watch it. <laughs> yeah, watch why it. Is, why is Van Beethoven Ludwig listed under music in the staff of this? Uh, Ludwig von Beethoven is in there? Yeah, at the very bottom. Oh, maybe they used a classical piece for one episode. Would they have to list him under staff then? 
I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's dead, so probably nobody cares, and I don't really know <laughs> if anybody really owns. Anyway, that's. It's just kind. I mean, he's like one of the best classical composers. You could at least give him credit in an anime. Well, I was trying to look up who did music for you. Um, yeah, it's hard to tell. Toro Owashiro is one of them. There's there's a few of them. But, Doesn't okay. really have like a key composer. Yeah, I I feel like yeah. Okay, so if we're going by that guy, Toro has done quite a few others. He's done Full Metal Alchemist, Star Sacred Star of Milos. Um, Heroic Legend of Arslan. Yeah, there's a few. So, anyway. Woo! Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Yeah. If if there's someone out there besides me who hadn't watched it yet, you should definitely watch it. Yeah. It, it's definitely, like I said, it's it's got its flaws. It's, I would give it a 9, you know? All in all, I'm pretty sure I rated it as a 9. Um, yeah, I gave it a 9. But, uh... uh. Uh, it's got an average score of 8.43 on my anime list, ranks of 137 on top anime. So, I mean, respectable. Yeah, respectable. Yeah, I would have probably given it an 8. Yeah. A little, a little more, a little bit less inclined to watch older anime than you, I feel. Yeah. But. I mean, doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. Well, I mean, the, the the longer you wait to watch these older anime, the less impact they have, I feel. You know, the yeah. less the less relevant they become sometimes, um, the less easy they are to watch because they're dated with their art style and their um which the voice acting in this wasn't great. Wasn't horrible. Wasn't great though. Did you watch sub dubbed. Dubbed. You watch dubbed? Yep. I watched subbed. I like, don't blame <laughs> you for watching sub, honestly. I mean, yeah. the the older anime like this that are from the '90s, the voice acting is sometimes subpar. I mean, even even Dragon Ball Z, you gotta admit, does not have some of the best voice actors. They've got some good voice actors, but not not all of them. I mean, yeah, like uh, it's um, got some good ones though, stuff. Christopher Savage and stuff like that. They got some killer stuff in there, but yeah. I feel like in the sub, some of the characters, their voices didn't really fit what they were going for with the character. Somehow that added a little bit more charm to it. Oh, really? That's interesting. I kind of thought it was like, you're adorable for trying. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I think they did a really good job with Kenshin in the English. Um, But, I mean, past Kenshin, it's pretty more missed than hit. Yeah. There's yeah. a few in there. Karu's not too bad. Um, Sonosuke is okay. He's he's yeah, but he's again, if I work the it's very 90s Sorosuke's dubbed voice. Yeah. Because it's clearly an older guy doing it, but Yeah. Um, yeah, but like it's a more like rough and tough ca- kind of voice. Yeah, and that character is like it's kind of hard to tell what age he really is. So I was like, I, maybe this is okay. I'm pretty sure he's not. like, like barely, like 22. I think he's like at our age because because he was his storyline about him being in the I think is what he was in. 
Um, oh, it yeah. was like yep. it was like seven, I think they said. Like no, maybe like ten in that, and it's ten years after that. Okay. So that would only make him like, or is it fifteen years after life after that? Uh, he's somewhere between twenty to twenty-five. Gotcha. No more than thirty though. So he's still pretty young. Still pretty young. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All yep. right. Well, I think that about wraps it up, don't it? Yeah, I think so. Been a pretty good anime. Solid. Watch it. Classic. Not not a big rush. I wouldn't like put anything on hold for it, but definitely add it to your backlog at least. All right. This was fun. Yeah. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. You should. You should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should take us out before this gets any more painful. <laughs> Oh, I was trying to see how painful it can get, but fine. No, no. <laughs> Whatever you say. <clears throat> this has been another episode of Your Weekly Ramen. Thank you all for joining us. We hope you had a great time. Stay tasty. Sayonara. Sayonara. Beep. Are you, um, is, is, um, are you there? Are you there? Yeah. yeah Hello? I'm here. Pick up. Pick up the Hello. phone. I heard the beep. I know you're there. Pick up the phone. Message. Uh, hey, so the next time we record, we will be starting our journey through Sad Hell, otherwise known as October. Yeah! <laughs> now, the rules of October say you cannot choose a non-October themed anime. You yeah. can't choose a non-Halloween theme. You have to choose a thing. So don't try and get out of this. Oh, no. Don't so you try. Anyway, this, this week's my week, and I'm going to pick a super extra happy feel-good anime uh, to be our last oasis before the desert of terror. The funny thing is, we'll be recording that on the 1st of October. Will we? Well, 1st or 2nd of October. Two weeks from now. Yeah, two weeks from now is the first or the second of October. Well, two weeks exactly from today is the second. But if we oh no record anywhere, did I miss my opportunity? I I think you might have. No. All right. Fine. I mean, the good thing about it is now that we're doing every two weeks, that means you only have two. That's true. But we might we might talk about go back to one week if you want to give you more October. I know this is the month you live for. October is one of my favorite. I mean, I'm not saying we have to, but I can always fit more and more. You know, I can make two. I can make two episodes work. What is that? Okay, I can make two episodes work. I'll just have to fit extra evil in there. <laughs> you'll make. You'll get one episode, my friend. Well, you'll choose another episode, but I'll make it. I'll make it. Towards okay. Okay. Don't worry. Um... <laughs> I, I can work with whatever you give me. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> I gotta work on my evil laugh. <laughs> Let me see. <clears throat> Better? Better.